Blog Talk Radio. of Eastern Airlines is on the air, and we're talking about our favorite way to fly, Eastern Airlines. We're on twice weekly now, Thursday afternoon with REPA, the Retired Eastern Pilots Association, REPA Radio Hour at 3 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, and the Eastern Airlines Radio Show every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Both broadcasts are live call-in shows, and we welcome your comments on the air. Our hosts are from around the country, around the U.S., and our listeners from around the world. That's right, over 50 countries around the world have been identified who regularly listen in. Last week, we want to welcome Switzerland and the Ukraine. We're glad you're with us. My name is Neil Holland, retired Eastern captain and the producer of the show, and I hope you enjoy tonight's broadcast. And now, Don Dagnan, our announcer, tonight's show will get the show in the air. Don, it's all yours. Well, thank you, Neil, and good evening, everyone. Uh, As our producer said, we're glad you're with us for more Eastern talk, news, music, and information. My name is Don Gagnon, covering for Chuck Albright, who is involved in a moving process, and you all know what that's like. And I'm coming to you live from the villages in Florida. (laughs) Of course, producer uh, Captain Neal, he's up in St. Augustine, and there are other hosts scattered all around the country. Let's get started up in New York's Long Island area with Captain Mike Scott, and on the other side of the island... This uh, Captain George Jen. Hey, guys, how you doing? Okay, Don. Doing well, thank you, Don. Okay, good to hear you guys. Harry Lindquist is over in the Baltimore area. Brunswick, to be exact. Hello, Harry. Hey, Don. Good to be on with you tonight. Good. Glad to hear you. Mark Porter is our Eastern 3.0 reporter, and he's in the Miami area. Mark, how you doing? I'm good. I came up to Orlando. What a mess. It's freezing up here. Oh, came up in cold weather, huh? Yeah. Okay. Norma Jean Borger from Wikiwachi Springs, Florida. Hi, Maureen. Norma Hi. It's a, a pleasant 62 in Wikiwachi, home of the mermaids. 
and tomorrow night is supposed to be 30. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah I heard that. But we've seen it lower than that, but in a couple of days we'll be back to 75 again. Okay, and of course, uh, right here with me is my wife, Dorothy. <clears throat> so hello to one and all. <clears throat> Mr. Producer, if you see anyone that I left out, please let me know. Well, we have uh, Don, we have uh, Jim Holder and the lovely Carrie Holder there with him in the Atlanta area. Hello, Jim and Carrie. How are you all doing? Still kicking. Hey, how is everybody? <laughs> We're kicking. doing fine.
handlebars, bicycle seats, a house full of love, a great place to grow. Once upon a long time ago, if only I could go back again to mom and dad and all of my friends, I would feel safe with the people I know from once upon a long time ago. I'll never fly off to Neverland. I'll never travel in time. All I can do is the best I can and go there in my mind. So I close my eyes. Imagine I'm there. Hide and seek musical chairs. Hot summer nights and the cool winter snow. From once upon a long time ago. I smile as I look back on roads I've crossed. Traveling down memory lane But without all of those that I loved and lost Life is not the same For all the good times I can recall To all I've loved God bless you all, the happiest moments that I'll ever know were once upon a long time ago. to this show probably uh, have been there many many times once upon a long time ago I love that song and as we do every other Monday the Eastern Airlines radio show plays what we call Eastern music a music we listen to during our Eastern years tonight's show we play songs that about our memories we all have them good and bad we think these songs will Take us back to those we like to recall from time to time. Perhaps something in a conversation takes us back to a time we like to keep in our memory, to be called upon at just the right time. Like our opening song we just heard once upon a long time ago, it is a happy time in our life we cannot forget, and so we store it in the corner of our minds. 
Harry Lindquist, uh, why don't you start our journey down memory lane tonight, Harry? Thank you, Captain Dale. I'll be glad to. As Good As I Once Was is a song co-written and recorded by American country music singer Toby Keith that reached the top of the Billboard Hot Country Songs chart. This song and his 2003 single, Beer For My Horses, are both his longest-running number one hits, each having spent six weeks at number one. The best thing about memories is making them. Sometimes you will never know the true value of a moment until it becomes a memory. She said, I've seen you in here before. I said, I've been here a time or two. She said, hello, my name is Bobby Joe. Meet my twin sister, Betty Lou. We're both feeling kind of wild tonight You're the only cowboy in this place And if you're up for a rodeo I'll put a big Texas smile on your face I said, girls, I ain't as good as I once was I got a few years on me now But there was a time Back in my prime When I could really lay it down and If you need some love tonight Then I might have just enough I ain't as good as I once was But I'm as good once As I ever was Still hang out with my best friend Dave I've known him since we were kids at school Last night he had a few shots Got in a tight spot Hustling a game of pool With a couple of redneck boys One great big fat biker man I heard David yell across the room Hey, buddy, how about a helping hand? I said, Dave, I ain't as good as I once was. My, how the years have flown. But there was a time back in my prime when I could really hold my own. If you want to fight tonight, guess those boys don't look all that tough. Now, why in the world did I put that song in this group that we're playing tonight? <laughs> well, I'll have to admit. Well, that's it. I'll have to admit. It was good. I'm still pretty good. <laughs> yeah, as I once was. <laughs> Now we have to say it takes you all night to do what you used to do all night. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Oh, it's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, Harry, I'm sorry to take over there. Go ahead. That's all right. I, I think we all have that feeling on lots of things that we used to do and um, now struggle to do. 
Uh, now, Mike Scott, what do we have next that many of us older folks tend to reflect about the younger generation to follow? Well, I remember when Alan Jackson looks back on his life with his wife. He describes their love from the time they first got together through raising their children. He describes how he and his wife will remember when the children when they were young after they have grown and things end, but memories last forever. Now, I guess you got the... There it is.
said when we turn gray, when the children grow up and move away, we won't be sad, we'll be glad for all the life we've had. Jackson, October 17, 1958, Newman, Georgia. He's wow. six foot four. Married wow. his high school sweetheart. He's got three daughters. Sold 75 million worldwide uh, records. Wow. 45 million in the U.S. He's got a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame that was he got in April of 2010. And it, the awards he's got are way too long to even list. <laughs> wow. Don, you had something you were going to say? No, I was just going to say that song, uh, Willie Nelson performed that at the American Music Awards about two years ago, uh-huh. <clears throat> and when the camera flashed out on the audience, there was a lot of tears out there. Oh, I yeah. guess there were. Mm. I remember him singing that. You did For a good sure. job. Yeah. Mike, back to you. Yeah, Dorothy, many times you look back 20, 30, or more years ago and compare with today's times. Care to tell us a little about that? Yes, thanks, Mike. Uh, 20 years ago is a song written by Dan Taylor, Tyler, Wood Newton, Michael Noble, and C. Michael Spriggs. It was recorded by Juice Newton for her 1983 album, Dirty Looks. In 1986, the song was covered by Kenny Rogers and released in January 1987 as the second single from his album, They don't make them like they used to. When someone you love becomes a memory, that memory becomes a treasure. It's been a long time since I walked through this old town. How the memories start to flow And there's the old movie house They finally closed it down You could find me there Every Friday night Twenty years ago I work the counter at the drugstore down the street But nobody's left there I would know On Saturday morning that's where all my friends would be You'd be surprised what a dime would buy
I think everybody has one point in his life where he's a child or a teenager and he wishes he could go back to that point in time. That's mine. Those memories are very fond memories to me. You and I have memories longer than the road that stretches out ahead. Mr. Producer, please.
uh, shadow in your uh, transmission, but that's all right. Go ahead, Norma Jean. Um, George is anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what can you tell us uh, about the next song and the recording artist? Well, thank you, Norma Jean. Uh, Yesterday Once More was written by Richard Carpenter and John Bettis. It was a hit song from the Carpenter's 1973 album entitled Now and Then. In theory, this song concerns reminiscing about songs of a generation gone by. It goes into a long medley consisting of eight covers of 1960s tunes incorporated into a fake oldies radio program and takes up an entire side of the album. Richard Carpenter stated it was his favorite of all the songs he had ever written. He went on stating, sometimes all it takes is a familiar smell or a certain taste in order to evoke an old memory, making you feel like you're back in time in that moment when it was created. Mr. Producer, we have that song. When I was young, I'd listen to the radio, waiting for my favorite songs. When they played, I'd sing along. It made me
had a beautiful voice. So yeah. sad that she, yeah. so sad died so that young. She yeah, died she so young. Yeah. Okay, Don, I heard that you have another song that I'm certain many of our listeners would love to hear, not only because of the words, but also because of the absolutely golden voice of the singer. Well, that's right, George, I do. The lyrics detail the personal life of Katie Morosky. The character Barbara Streisand plays, uh, portrays in the film specifically. Her troubling relationship with Robert Redford, Redford's character, Hubble Gardner, is explained uh, memories like the corner of my mind. Misery, uh, misty watercolor memories of the way we were and memories may be beautiful, and yet, Streisand sings. What too painful to remember, we quickly choose to forget, were the songs for the nostalgia with Rolling Stone's Stephen Holden described as an implication that resonates in the current social malaise. In the beginning, what, some, what seemed to be a bridge, she whispers, if we had the chance to do it all over again, tell me, would we, could we? Life brings tears, smiles, and memories. The tears dry, the smiles fade, but the memories last forever. Listen to this one.
we all have memories, and I'm going to put uh, Jim and Carrie. You still with us? I'm yes, here. I am. Okay. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm going to get uh, Jim to go first, and and uh, are there certain memories that you like to bring back and think about uh, during any particular time of day or whenever? There are those that I know I kind of often reflect back and choose to remember, but um, I know a lot of my memory is with uh, Eastern Airlines, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But, Jim, go ahead. Well, golly. <laughs> there are put so you on the memories spot. To, Nothing X-rated. You put me on the spot. You know, let me tell you a story, and it may not be what you want to hear, okay? But uh, <laughs> Carrie and I were just talking the other day, as we do since we're in not in quarantine, but we're pretty much like everybody else is. And we're sitting around, and I said, Carrie, you know, we got married back in 2011. Do you remember that? And she said, yeah, I sort of remember that. And I said, do you remember that we had a convention uh, in Tampa? I, I think I said Orlando. She said, no, it was Tampa. I said, we had a convention <laughs> in Tampa, and the gals that came out, you may remember that uh, from Florida, that lady with her husband who performed at our banquets, and, and, mm. and man, she was great. She could really sing. Yeah. And I yeah. went up and told her, uh, this was like in August of uh, 2011. I went up and told her, I said, you know, Carrie, you know, I was the past president and all that kind of stuff and active and with Reaper and all that. And I went up and I told her, you know, Carrie and I have been together for a long time. I mean, back in 86, I think, when I found that, found that lovely woman. And anyhow, uh, I said, we got married back in January of uh, this month, this year. And she said, and, and I wish you would, you know, it was dark, and she was up there. Would you sing our song? And I want to dance with her, just she and I. And so that singer said, you know, tonight Jim Holder and Carrie Holder got married back in January, and, and we're going to play this song as a request for them to come out and dance to. And they played the song, and Carrie and I went out, and we danced. It was a slow song. And I said, <laughs> Carrie, do you remember the name of that song? She said, no, I don't. I said, I don't either. <laughs> Neither one of us remember it. Yeah, Carrie, do you remember that song? <laughs> Neither one of us could remember the, that song. It's a real slow song. It's a real lovely song. And I, I'm going to have to go back and find somebody who's at that convention to say, do you remember that song? <laughs> And that's a true story, Kay. I didn't make, I mean, uh, Neil, I didn't make up a single word out of it. Just, just yesterday, <laughs> wasn't it, Carrie? We were trying to remember like that Jim. song. <laughs> Very cute. Carrie, <laughs> you, you have fond yeah. well, memories, woman, I'm so sure, of that, her, you know. of that dance, but uh, you still can't remember that song. I can't remember. I usually I'm good at that kind of thing. I can remember all the all the conventions and where they were and what year it was and uh, what we did and all that stuff. But I, I can't believe neither one of us could remember. <laughs> and, they were at and that's the true story, Neil. And it's only tonight. about 24 I, I, hours old. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Never never forget uh, what's his name. 
Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyone else have oh, a special memory oh. they'd like to talk about? <laughs> you know, special well, memories are brought memories. up. Go ahead, uh, Mike. No, I was just going to say you have to. You can't just come off usually with one off the top of your head, and something has to remind uh-huh. you of it. You know, whatever yeah. it is has to prod you a little bit, because it's oh. kind of tough to just to pick one out of a out of a hat. So yeah, well, I'll so tell you, you, get, I, you get put on the spot. It, we'll we'll send y'all you guys an email and tell them what the name of the song was. Okay. We'll all be playing it. Remember it. <laughs> as soon as you remember well, it. You'll have to give us the tune so we can help you remember. <laughs> we need the tune first. Maker's yeah, Mark involved? Maker's <laughs> Mark. But I do remember uh, that when you mentioned the 20 years ago and we did that little skit, 20 years ago I was just moving to Florida and I came and I spent the first winter, and it was warm. And I remember New Year's Eve, me being a sleeveless dress and shorts, and it was like, now tomorrow it's going to be cold. It's like, whatever <laughs> happened to my good weather when I came here? It's <laughs> <laughs> freezing here today. Huh? Well, yeah, it's going yeah. to tomorrow. Well, I can't to wind this up and uh, go into some news that we're going to hear in a minute, memories do last forever. Our memories are inside us. They're, they're not things or a place. We can take them. We can take our memories anywhere. Yeah. We can uh, make memories in people's hearts because your memories will all that's left of you when you're gone. There's always that one special song that brings back all the memories. We hope we found one for you in our program tonight. It's kind of a mixture of different styles and um, songs like Barbara Streisand and um, Toby Keith. These memories that many of us share is directly tied forever to our great company, Eastern Airlines. Even though the company is no longer part of the aviation community, its memories, its memory is secure in our heart's memory until we are no longer and that's the memory that I often bring back as often as I can and with this radio show it's easy to do because that's what we like to do on Monday evening is sit around talk about Eastern Airlines and the memories we had then great program thanks so much appreciate it Want to give you a good an, night, uh, really. give, give you an update of Colleen De Felice, and she's not with us. Yeah. I heard from Janice uh, Henry and uh, a few days ago, and I didn't check tonight, but uh, she said that she's still having uh, some problems, some blood clot, uh, clots, and that they're keeping her a little bit uh, longer uh, in the hospital. So. Keep your keep Colleen in your prayers and thoughts, please. And we also, uh, Mike, you told us before we went on the air that uh, a friend that's been on our show a few times, Bill Hirsch, is also having some health issues. Can you tell us about those? 
Yes, he was uh, diagnosed with uh, esophageal cancer, and he was in the hospital, and they, he got some kind of a infection. So they have him on antibiotics and uh, and on some kind of painkillers, which makes him uh, kind of goofy most of the time. And uh, they they got him semi-stabilized, but uh, he does not eating. And uh, he's uh, they're talking about putting a a feeding tube in him. I'm not sure if it's one going to be the oral one or the one they put in your stomach, but he's uh, he's kind of in dire straits right now. So uh, uh, we can all just uh, give a little prayer for him and hope that he pulls through okay. And Bill, yeah, Bill's a great guy. I first met him when we were on the board of directors of the Eastern Airlines Historical Foundation years ago, and a great guy. He's a, he's really a historian. He really keeps track of uh, everything with Eastern Airlines. I think they call him uh, Mr. Eastern Airlines or something like that. Right. I've heard a title used for Bill. Great guy. Yep. I think he's up in your area, too. Uh, yeah. Uh, George, George, he's up in your area. George, you know him pretty well, don't you? Uh, yes, I do, Neil. He's a very nice person, and uh I wasn't aware that he had been ill, but uh, he'll certainly be in my thoughts and prayers. Yeah, Bill. Yeah, I, Jim. I also know Bill Hurst uh, real well. He came to a lot of our Reaper conventions back in the eighties, uh, yeah. and uh, I know him quite well. And you're right; he is a historian of the highest degree. And uh, I did a show called "As Time Goes By," and he wanted a copy of it. I gave it to him. I was scared he was going to put yeah. it on the Internet or something, but he never did. <laughs> I told him not to. Please, please, you know. But I'm sorry to hear that he's in uh, health, uh, bad health right now. But he's a great guy. You're right. Yeah. We'll try to get some more information about uh, Bill uh, for our Thursday broadcast. We do have a show coming up Thursday. Thanks so much for uh, a walk down memory lane. And it was fun. I like the songs. I chose the songs. (laughs) Go ahead, Dorothy. Uh, Would you like to make a mention about the Wings of Man book that you have? Yeah, but uh, before I do that, I want to ask Mark to give us a rundown about Eastern Airlines and what's going on there with the new Eastern Airlines. Mark? Hi, Neil. Um, Yeah, what do we have going on? Um, they're still waiting for clearance on Buenos Aires. Their uh, cargo division seems to expand rather fast. They now have three 747s in their cargo division um, and two 777s. But they won't be ready till like, February. And by that time, the vaccine will be distributed. So it's, it's kind of frustrating if you look at that because um, – the 767s will have to do most of the distribution where they'd be making a lot more money with the big wide bodies. Um, JetBlue was denied um, the Heathrow slot because they're in such co-chair with American, leaving it perfectly wide open then for Eastern uh, to take the Heathrow slot, which would be rather interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it would be great. Because uh, yeah. JetBlue tends to follow Eastern everywhere they go in South America. And wow. some of my buddies say to me, 
you know, we go to Guayaquil, they come to Guayaquil. You know, we go to this next destination, they, they follow us. And they're matching them at lower, lower airfares, and they're also offering two suitcases free, as is oh, Eastern. Wow. So it's very stiff competition that Eastern has. Um, I think it's time Eastern might want to think about some European slots where JetBlue could not go. Um, and yet the traffic would be great, like, you know, Paris, uh, Albania, um, Rhodes, Greece, you know, places that are really good tourist attractions that their seven sixes could leave from. And uh, they would have European competition, but not uh, that much American because the secondary airports in Europe are like Porto, Portugal. I mean, they're great destinations. Wow. You know, uh, you know, Hamburg, Germany. There's no one there. I mean, these are great destinations with old, yeah. old culture to them and everything. And so you go there, and you get yourself. Um, they're seasonal flights, most of them, but you get yourself known as the Eastern seasonal, and they're going to be going off to Marseille, Hamburg, Rhodes. Uh, Porto. I can just. I have uh, 22 destinations and countries that um, are great destinations that would get them out of the neck of the woods of a JetBlue, and then continue the South America routes, but not losing your your arm and everything as they are right now. Right. The right. JetBlue has this. Was it the Airbus A321 Neo? So they're uh, they're really uh, sticking at the Eastern. The LAX slot is a good one, but they're only doing Guayaquil first. When I dealt with Southwest Airlines, Southwest would do 12 slots at once. So if Eastern would put two 767s in LAX, they could do six slots. And then JetBlue can't catch up to you really fast. But if you do one at a time, JetBlue is going to kill you. Okay. That's Very all interesting. I have for tonight. Uh, the, well, uh, the, thank you a lot. Appreciate it, Mark. And uh, oh, you bet. We, My pleasure. Yeah. The um, music was great. I, I liked it too. I, <laughs> I picked it. I guess I had to. I did the cooking. <laughs> I got to eat the food. <laughs> I like the mis- I like the mistake one a lot. Yeah. Well. You know, Dorothy mentioned the fact that uh, we have some wings of man, not wings of many, but wings of man uh, that uh, we received from Michael Zoll, who is the president of EARA. And as you know, they, uh, Vito Borelli and Roland Moore, uh, commissioned that book to be written. And um, Jim Holder, you're mentioned in the acknowledgement of those that contributed, and as well as myself and others that uh, had something to do with the stories that uh, are in that book. It's a beautiful coffee table. How many of our hosts uh, have that uh, book? Can I ask we right have, now? We have one, yeah. And uh, we, I have one. Uh, by, by Vito. 
Yeah. Okay. That's even more special to us. Yeah, George, how about you? Do you have it? Uh, no, I don't, Neil. No. Jim Holder, do you have it? Have what? I I, I missed that part. Start again. What? what? Uh, do you have that book that Vito wrote? Uh, uh, not wrote, but compiled on the wings of man. You and Carrie, do you have a copy of that? I think I do. I'd have to go check it out. Look in my extensive library, you know. <laughs> well, that's okay. <laughs> I just was curious as to how many of our hosts have that copy. It's a beautiful coffee table book. It's it's heavy. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. ten, ten, he sent two boxes of those books, ten in each box. And believe me, the weight uh, yeah. of that those ten books uh, for an old man, I had a hard time. I was always almost <laughs> calling my neighbors to yeah. pick up one side of it, you know. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, I remember your white van and all those books you brought to the convention yeah. and everything. I, the Wings right, of Man. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Wings of Man is a I'd beautiful book. And at the very yeah. beginning, opening of the uh, book, it talks about the history of Eastern. But the pictures in it are beautiful pictures of Eastern yeah. aircraft. And, uh, and then, mm-hmm. of course, uh, stories that were written even by our uh, uh Host Emeritus, because I haven't heard Jim Hart's name uh, and his voice over the air, but Jim Hart has contributed a couple of stories in it, and uh, we had some others that uh, have been on a radio show that also have contributed, and uh, lots of stories, wonderful stories, uh, maintenance stories, reservation stories, uh, and pictures to go along with the stories, several uh, stories of uh, flight attendants and their remembrances of Eastern back in the day and the people yeah, that uh, were passengers, the problems they had with the passengers. And, you know, I just I just don't get tired of reading it. It's, it's a wonderful book. And fortunately, I have a signed copy by Vito uh, when I bought it. I bought it at uh, the convention or reunion that we had back in 2014, I think it was. And um, he had brought that book, a a bunch of them, and several people at the reunion bought that book. But I had the good fortune of having him sign it. But it's a great book, Mm -hmm. and what we're doing is we're offering it for $25 if you you want to send a friend or if you want a copy of it yourself, you want to send a friend a great Christmas gift, then this would be uh, an ideal book to put on their coffee table and of course uh, there's some interesting so many interesting great stories in that book uh, I'll send it right out and hopefully if you uh, get the word to me that you want a copy of it I'll send it out and perhaps it'll get to you before Christmas or to whomever you want to send the book to uh, there's a on on the website Dorothy's uh, right. maintains the website there's a a way of contacting us through host at EALradioshow.com. That's host at EALradioshow.com. And just say, hey, I want a copy of this sent to my friend, and this is my friend's address, and we will get that. No one else will receive that. It comes directly to our private email, and we'll get it, and uh, we'll send it right out to you. It's $25. 
Now, the book sells for $29.95, $30. That's what I paid for it at a reunion in 2014. But by golly, I'm proud to have this book. It really is a great book. And uh, so if you want one or have one sent to a friend, let us know through host at EAL Radio Show. And, of course, we need $25. Now, $5 of that is what we figure that uh, it's going to cost us to send it out. We can't send it to Canada or some other countries around the world because of the cost. It would be prohibitive unless we receive some extra funds to send it there. But we only have 20 copies of this book. And, Michael, thank you very, very much. If you're listening to us tonight, we appreciate you sending those heavy, heavy books <laughs> to me. And we're going to make them available to any of the listeners that want to um, have a copy or send a copy to a friend for Christmas. Dorothy? You know, the information is on the website as well. And I'll uh, put the address on there so they can mail the check or they can go right through PayPal, whichever they prefer. And uh, the information, as I said, is on the front page. So uh, be sure to check it all out. And Dorothy, uh, there's been many, many books written about Eastern. My little book that uh, takes a lot of great stories from Repartee, the magazine that Jim Holder was the editor and myself also. Uh, and uh, several other editors along the way from 1978 until, uh, well, this year, this next year will be the 50th anniversary of, of REPA. And um, uh, of all the books, this is a book that really uh, is fun to read. It's not just about pilots. There are a few pilots. Jim Blackburn has got a story in there on his last trip. And uh, but uh, very few. It, it's uh, it's stories from just about every department of Eastern, yeah. and uh, I enjoy reading them. I really do. It's really a great book. So make sure that you uh, get one of these twenty copies that we have. I don't know if Michael has any more, but uh, this uh, goes to support our radio show. Of course, the twenty dollars we hope to make on it. We'll pay some of our bills. Thank you. Dorothy? Get some boom boom. Get a boom boom account. (laughs) (laughs) Well, next week our uh, scheduled program honors our ladies in the military during our tribute to a day that will live in infamy, the invasion of Pearl Harbor by the Japanese. Take a few minutes to feel good about these heroes of our nation's war conflicts. We also have a beautiful video for the veterans on our uh, website that was sent in by Waldo Clifton. I've mentioned it before, but it is also there under Videos Mansion, so be sure to check that out. Uh, Do any of our hosts or listeners have any announcement you may want to add? Hey, uh, I would like to ask Jim Holder if you're still with us. Yeah. Uh, what's happening yeah. to REPA? Any late news about REPA that uh, that you've heard there in Atlanta? Mm, no, it's uh, you know uh, I, I'm not in the I do I keep up with the deceased guys and I put the notice out on when the Eastern pilots die and I'm still the webmaster because nobody took over from the REPA website so I really don't have much to offer in that regard. 
Okay. Well, I appreciate you sending the three or four. I think there are four of them that I've got to announce on uh, that that we have to announce on Thursday, and uh, from the last week and a half, I think that you've sent out uh, to all the REPA members. Yeah. And so we'll pay yeah, tribute to a them. A couple of guys that just died. Lee Mingus. I don't know if you knew Lee. I flew you went to Chicago. A wonderful, great guy. And Ron Atkins. Yeah. Uh, he was yeah. in the training department. Fred Boongarden. Yeah. Who I flew with when he was a brand new co-pilot on the Electra, and Marvin Johnson. You probably knew Marvin. He was, yeah, I knew Marvin. He died in October the 23 at 92 of age, and mm-hmm. uh, that's pretty much the recent ones. We found out of William E. Falber, first officer, apparently left early. He died in September. I don't know exactly the date nor his age, but he was a first officer in Miami. But you well, know, there's that. They, we still losing people, you know. Yeah. Well. Uh, when you get them, I appreciate you sending them out to the membership, and we right, will honor you. them on our Thursday broadcast. Thanks so much, Jim. Okay. Well, I'll be glad to repeat it Thursday. Okay. Hey, Jim, Jim there, there was another guy uh, from Eastern, George Tote. He, uh, he passed away. He went to U.S. Air, and he recently uh-huh. passed away. It was on the What was, that? Uh, what was his last name? Uh, Tote, T-O-T-H. C O what? No T T O T H. Toast. Toast. Like Toast. Oh, Toast. Joe yeah. Toast. No, I think his first name was George. George. Oh. George T O T H. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Correct. I'll look him up. No, I don't have him. I'll look him up. Uh, George. Well, I got I got notice from the uh, U.S. You know Air what he died? Pilot. He had gone to U.S. Air after Eastern. Yeah, you know when he died? No, I don't. I don't know. It was okay. it was fairly recent though. Okay, I'll do the obituary check and find it. Yeah. Okay, well, now back we're you. approaching the airport and the end of our Eastern Flight Four Eight Four show. And what a great selection you had tonight, uh, Neil! It was really terrific. We loved it as usual. And uh, Eastern Airlines music uh, will continue. We'll have the announcements up on the website. A great job, host. We'll be back next week sharing more great news and information about our beloved Eastern. It looks like we are entering the controlled airspace of Kansas City. So, Captain, would you please put us down gently with one of those Eastern patents, grease jobs. Eastern 484, this is Kansas City Tower. You're cleared to land on runway 19 right. Roger, Kansas City, Eastern 44, clear to land. We got uh, down with three greens. Captain George Jen, Captain Mike Scott, 
Captain Jim Holder and his lovely wife, Carrie. My lovely wife, Dorothy. Harry Lindquist, Mark Porter, Norman Jean Borger. Yo. And our producer, Captain Neil Holland, playing the sign-off music made popular by Merle Haggard. Silver Wayne. Slowly fading out of sight. Don't leave me, I cry. Don't take that airplane ride. But you locked me out of your mind. And left me standing here behind. Good night, Eastern family and friends from around the world. And good night, Eastern Airlines, wherever you are. Good night, guys. We, we love Eastern. you. Thanks. All right. Good night. See you the good night, good night. We love you, Eastern. We love you, Eastern. Great show. Silver wings shining in the sunlight, roaring in They're taking you away, leaving me lonely. Great show, guys. Thanks so much. Good show, Neil. Thank you.